What up, y'all? This is Roderick Lawrence. I am here in San Jose on this Sunday morning, and y'all are listening to Black Man Sunday. It's a Black Man Sunday. Time to put all childish things away. I refuse to be the man I was yesterday. Gotta put my best foot forward and elevate. What's going on, everybody? This is Black Men's Sundays. I'm your host, Corey Sylvester Murray, and we're talking about generational wealth. We're talking about finance. We're talking about business. And today we're talking about mental health. And today we have Roderick Lawrence. This brother's an award-winning actor. This brother's a producer. You know, we Black Men Sundays. This brother's the co-founder of Black Man Films. We're going to find out what that's all about. This brother's from Cleveland. This brother lives in Harlem. This brother was the voice of Simba on Disney's Lion King National Tour. This brother has Oscar qualifying films. I'm talking Silent Partner. I'm talking Speak Up Brother. And currently, this brother plays Ike Turner on the Broadway musical, the Tina Turner musical. So without further ado, Roderick Lawrence, welcome to Black Men Sundays, brother. How you doing? I'm great, man. I'm blessed. I appreciate you having me, though. Yeah, definitely, man. And I definitely want to get started. You know, our show is about uh, generational wealth, finance, and business. And we're going to yeah. tackle that mental health today as well. Yeah. But I want to I kind of warm it up a little bit. I ain't, ain't going to come out the gates and bite you right now. So <laughs> off top, let's talk business first, though. You're, you're the yeah, co-founder yeah. of Black Man Films. What was the impetus mm -hmm. of creating that? Man, Black Man Films actually came out of the project came before the company did. You know, um, we had I had the idea for Silent Partner during uh, COVID. It was a COVID baby. You know, I was doing a play and that was canceled. I was supposed to do another show and that was canceled. Obviously, you know, um, and I was kind of going on my own uh, mental health journey um, and just discovering what that means for us. And I stumbled upon uh, microaggressions and the effects on like black male mental health in our everyday life and like how many spaces and places I was dealing with microaggressions and that somehow turned us into this like blown up angry black man, you know, and just what that what that means. So I had this idea for a film, uh, you know, I called my um, my, my uh, producer partner, Selma, and uh, my co-founder of Black Man Films, and she was all about the film. And then, you know, she came to me and was like, uh, do you have you ever thought about a production company? Have you ever thought about having one? You know, making this film and going concerned because the film did really well and people liked like the, the movement that I kind of put behind it um, of, you know, making sure that we represented black voices in a way that I didn't think we were represented in good cinema and in good theater and in good things, you know? Like we are represented, we do have things out there now, but I don't think they represent us in the way that, uh, I don't think all of them do, you know? So we have this mission and she asked me uh, if I did have a production company, what would that be? And I, the first thing that came to my mind was Black Man Films. And uh, the company name happened to be available and we got the LLC and now we're, you know, our second film just premiered, Speak Up Brother, as you said, and we're doing a feature of Silent Partner. Yeah, definitely. Let's talk some money real quick. You know, like, as I said, you're the co-founder of Black Man Films. This Black yeah. Man Sundays. I kind of like how that sounds. That's that kind of sounds good together. But from a financial, oh, yes, <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. And you in Harlem? You live in Harlem too, but you in Cali right now. So hey, let's yes, go. Sir. But my my next question for you though is, you know, when we're talking about uh, being business owners, getting your LLC, yeah. what type of finance, like what type of money? did you put down to really make this come to fruition? I mean, you know, it's re it really, for me, it was about, because I, because I was blessed, you know, with that vision, with this vision 
um, it was more about finding folk to support the vision, you know, finding folk to, cause I had to do, it wasn't like a, a grassroots, I'm going to make a couple of phones on my iPhone type thing. It was like, if I'm going to do this, then it needs to be better than everything I've seen, you know, everything I think I've seen, everything I've put, put together, you know, so that's like, that's finding funds that I could not have put up, you know, um, personally. Um, and, you know, really finding people who believed in my vision that then put up, you know, our first film uh, during the pandemic, we shot for 50 grand, you know, it was cool that we raised 50 grand in a couple months during a, a global pandemic. And I got to hire, you know, 30 black artists, you know, and give them a job during that. Our second film shot for 75 grand, uh, speak up brother. And these are both shorts. Uh, and our feature that we're doing in December is shooting for a million and a half. And that that is just like the progression of like, you know, manifesting this vision and making sure that I really represented us. And my last set was like every department head on my last set was a black woman. Every department that we had. You know, like I like I talked to certain talk and I and I was adamant and diligent about walking it <laughs> in that way. And um people saw the product. And also like, so not just the talk of the vision and not just the talk of like all black crew can do this and not just talk of all those things. And and it just, you know, it brought more supporters and now we have investors you know, instead of don people who were donating before it was donations. It was don you were donating to the cause of the vision that like you think this thing is gonna pull up because the money is out there. And <laughs> you folks have the money. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Black folks have the money, white folks definitely have the money, but you know, I was looking specifically at certain people. But the, the money is there. It's just about the clear vision and making sure that it's actually as good as you say it is. You know, yep. not just not, you know, accountability yeah. on that is everything. But yeah, I've been blessed to have um Selma, my 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 producing partner, she is she she went to Harvard, Stanford, and MIT. She's very tapped in with with some of the most brilliant wealthy people in the world you know and who normally don't get into things like what i'm doing but that you know some of those folks believed in the vision black folks brilliant you know so um yeah i mean, I was blessed to, to kind of stay diligent in my in my vision and what i thought i could make happen for us as a collective you know um and and, and fortunate that people have, have poured into that i have a cousin that's an actor like i remember when yeah. i was 10 11 12 i go to new york for the summer you know, he would have me memorizing some lines. I would help him out. And then I actually actually was in a play with him. You know what I mean? Oh, but wow. Yeah. And and as and as as I was researching you, I realized I see I was like, man, your brother's a doctor, your sister's an engineer. Yeah. You know, yeah. so as an actor, like when we talk about family support, because I feel like a lot of brothers and sisters <laughs> these days, the family's like, you know, okay. hundred percent. Yeah. So talk about how important so, was was your family support? Yeah. So I mean. All right, so there's there's two sides of that. There's my family. My family is, is I'm blessed to have a, a super supportive family. Very very like hard pressed family on like being great and on being the best of what you do, but very supportive nonetheless. That being said, black folks have not been afforded the same luxury as white folks in things like generational wealth and in things like uh, 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 deep college family history and all of these things. So when black folks spend all this money on their kids to go to these decent schools and their kids to go to college and kids to do all this shit, they don't want to hear about being an actor. They don't want to hear about you putting your ball dreams. You know, they don't want to hear about like, you know, these things that like these white kids get to explore because they have the luxury of it not being end all be all. 
like it not being their last coin that put them through college, it not being, you know, all these types of things. So the the support in our community is 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 out of the or the lack of support in families in our community is out of just like what you've been seen, what you've been shown, what you see and what you know, you know. Um and how hard some of our parents and some of our people's work to get out of that space. That being said, you know, my, my family is super supportive and, you know, I play, I played football all through middle school, high school, everything. I grew up doing that and then got into uh, singing and songwriting, playing guitar, and then got into acting. You know, once I decided I wanted to go to school for acting, my dad was like, um, you can pick, you know, the top five schools in the country for what you want to do. And you can audition at five of them because we're not going to pay for you to audition at a hundred of them. And you don't need to audition at a hundred of them anyway. There's like, you can all, you can pick five that you want to audition at. And if you get in, then, then cool. And if you don't, then we'll figure something else out. You know, and I was fortunate to get into a few of those. So like, you know, I went to school for music theater and I got my, you know, and I did my thing and the training really helped. But I, I'm super blessed that both of my parents have been my biggest fans. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I see, you know, you play Ike Turner. Now, one thing I noticed when I'm researching you, when I'm looking at Silent Partner, Speak Up, yeah. Brother, you know, I was kind of shy as a kid, believe it. I'm kind of like loud mm. now, though, but, I, you know, Speak Up, Brother, you know. <laughs> and, and I see you play Ike Turner on the uh, the Broadway musical, the Tina Turner musical. Yeah, but sir. I noticed that all the characters have from microaggressions, anxiety. And that leads to mental health. You know, it's Black Men Sunday. Yeah. We're trying to, you can't achieve generational wealth if your health not on point. And I see that, you yeah. know, you also had your own mental health journey. So just talk about that. Still a do, bit. still do, still am. <laughs> I'm very much going through that, um, that mental health journey every day. I'm actually like in the process of looking for uh, another therapist now. New therapist now. Um, but, you know, I, those are the roles that like we highlight now and the things that are going on. But you know, like at the beginning of my career, like I was, there was a there was a point where I did decide, like, oh, I wanted to be specific about like what I like, how I want to use my gift and where I want to move, how I want to move, because I believe that I can. Like I believe, like I believed that I could turn down things that like people told me that I needed, and then I probably could have used the coin for it to be specific about about my path and my journey. And right now, I'm fortunate that that's starting to come to fruition. But I mean, you know. Uh, these old, uh, everything from Ike to Floyd and Seven Guitars to like, you know, all of August Wilson's characters that I'm too young to play to Troy and all those other, you know, but like all of these are like generationally like cursed, broken black men, like black, by, by America, like by this, by, you know, and like to dive into a tough, or like a terrible time in their life into the brokenness without telling the precursor to it or without like dealing it with the like the history or the origin story of it is crazy to me, you know? So I just like, I think that like, if it's other than August Wilson, you know, a lot of our characters, these these broken black men get put in these, in these stories just to be these villains, like just to be these like broken, you know, like, um, and, and that's just, that's just not how that happened. I mean, Ike is a prime, like, a, like I, I did what he did, you know, I did the terrible, the terrible things that I did are, are true, you know, and that's, that's just, there's no way around that. That being said, I created rock and roll. I created America's only creation. Like I created the only thing that this country can actually, these people can actually claim. I Turner created and it was stolen from him by these people. You know, he was raped and pillaged by these people from, his, you know, everything that he that he created and then 
he turned to drugs and turned into this terrible, like overprotective uh, bastard, you know, just like just different demon. And it doesn't excuse the things that you do, but at the same time, it's, it's still like the origin story of these men. I'm like, I promise you, you wouldn't have come out better than he did. And a lot of these people don't, you know, they like, you didn't create Rocky Poop Roll. You don't know what that is. Viola Davis, when she won her Oscar for Fences, I'll never forget. She was, she got up and she, she was like, Troy was my father. She was like, I love Troy. You know, Troy, Troy is like, Troy, Troy does some bad things in this, in the story, you know, like, uh, but, you know, he is like, he is really just broken and tattered down by this, by, by his life and by the system and by his experience. It doesn't make, it does not make any excuse for the fact that like a lot of these broken men turned to take hold of the only thing they thought they had control over, which was their house and which came down on our black women, which is just the opposite way to deal with any of this. But these brothers had no other, no other tools, no other, you know, anything else. And it's unfortunate the way that that happened. But I think, you know, our responsibility is just to um, talk about these stories, to tell them authentically and truthfully and to grow and to learn from, you know, um, so that's how you break generational curses. That's how you break those things. But I do, you know, I do dive deep into trying to, not, it's not hard to have to, under, to understand these people because we're going through the same shit. I mean, we're not, not at the level that they but we, but it's, it's all sick. You know, it's all the same things that we're dealing with. So it's not hard to understand but sometimes it's hard to just go to the extremes of like, man, how did you get, how did you get here? So, you know? Yeah, definitely. Cause you know, one thing when I was researching you, I didn't realize Jimi Hendrix uh, played, played backup guitar for Ike. I was did, like, oh, what? Man, Jimmy Hend- and that was wild. Like I did, I did crazy Ike research, man. You know, you know Jimmy paid, played for Ike and like, Ike. it's so funny cause everybody who knew him before, they all talk about how like, Ike would be the person to kick you out of the bed smoking weed. Like if you were five minutes late, like if you were any of these things, you know, and then turned into this crazy cokehead that was beating, you know, one of our most talented queens of all time, you know? So it's just the drastic change in it, but but there's lots of, there's lots of story there. There's lots of like, there are a lot of people who do know who that man was before and who do speak about it, you know? But, you know, the 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 truth is like, Tina Turner's like triumphant story is is you know the best thing that that yes the amazing amazing uh, inspirational story that we get out of that for for black people for women for everybody it's amazing but it turns you know like everything because from from the generations of not of being removed you know most of us knew it from what's love got to do with it so then like we bear like we didn't really grow up with Ike and Tina but we grew up with that and Tina's music and then. I became a character of woman beaters for our growing up. And then, you know, and then it just becomes further and further removed from like, oh no, he was the king of rock and roll, you know? So, uh, it, you know, it, it just, um, yeah, it's, it's a it's a blessing and a curse to, to dive into those stories, but it really, it's amazing to like learn our pitfalls, you know, and our, our triggers. The same type of things. Even if my trigger doesn't get me to the same extreme that some of these brothers were going, I still have similar triggers and like have gone through similar things. And like and, and you know, so it's just it's just clocking those things and, and like you keep saying, you know, breaking these generational curses. 
Definitely. All right, I'm gonna open the stage up. I got my man Kalali. I got his brother on here. His brother's an actor too. So y'all go ahead and do your thing before we get this brother out of here. All right, brother Roderick. This is Kalali. Just uh, first of all, I want to thank you for taking your time out just to you know course, come visit us and share some knowledge with us. Yeah, um, bro, thank you for having us. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Definitely, it's always good to connect with brothers. things, man. So definitely. Um, I'm gonna ask you a question real quick, and then uh, you yeah. know, in space. So you you spoke earlier about you know about your your uh, I think it was your production manager um uh, or your production partner uh, yeah. having having connections you know you know uh, in terms of like Ivy League connections and different connections. Yeah. So I just like to ask you what is the uh, what is the importance of being able to network in those areas? Yeah. Uh, so I I'm gonna give you the like existential weird like artist answer to this, and I know it's probably not like exactly what this is you know what 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 you wanted but i truly i i truly believe in in the strength and power like of your vision and like the macro scale of of like of of using your gift of like whatever your gift is i found out what my gift was which is actually acting and storytelling but like like on a macro, I found a way to uh, to use something that God gave me to, to help all of us. And this vision, like I was, I was just unwavering. I was, I, I really was like, I'm going to do, there was no, you know, I, I, there was a, a white lady who offered me 15 grand that went in a, in a 10 minute conversation because the lady who I had done a play with introduced me to her and we're sitting at this dinner that's like for me. And she's like, I, I was like, I need 20 grand. She's like, she's like, I'll get 20 grand, blah, 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 whatever. She started to tell me about how I needed a good white character in the film and how I, how like this changed whatever else. And I told her in lesser words to kick rocks, you know, like, I, like you know, like it's, it, it really is about like when that vision and that purpose is, is clear, it's clear, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to package it to find money. Like you don't have to, you don't have to code switch it to make it appealing to someone else. Like this is what this is what I've learned through this process. So like, you know, Selma could bring, she would bring, you know, a, a black CFO of a Fortune 500 to me. And I would be like, I'm gonna talk my shit. I'm gonna be like, I would be like, you know, I'm gonna be like, I would be like, you know, like, I hope you understand that I'm still, I'm about, I'm about to be me. Like I'm about like he's about to get the whole rundown of the project of me of how I don't how I want it to be all black heads of everything. White people can help us with money. I don't need your your creative solution. I don't need your your input. But like if you want to be a supportive of the vision, I'm gonna talk my stuff. And like more often than not, the vision was heard and the vision was received and felt authentically. And 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 it and then and then I had to back it up, you know. And then I had to back it up. You know, um, I think that being realistic at the, I'm definitely, I'm not realistic at all about like, I dream like <laughs> my mind and my dreams. I'm not, <laughs> I'll tell you that. So like, my, you know, it's off the wall, but being realistic about where your vision is and where your dream is at that time and what you can accomplish at that time, that's going to progress to the next thing. Like, I wasn't like, I'm going to make a $2 million feature three years ago when I had never made a movie and I had only acted. I made a $50,000 short though. 
and it went really, really well. And then I made a $75,000 short that's now turned into a $100,000 short that's done even better. And now I'm making a $2 million feature, all based on that vision, on that whatever else. I think like authenticity and, and clarity, you know, is, is everything. You don't have to. You don't have to code switch your package or your dream or your vision, you know, to make it palpable to these people. But you do, if you if you think that like you might not come off in a certain way, which sometimes I did, then it is great to have somebody who's great at the shit that you're not great. It's always good. Like I'm I'm very aware of, at what I'm where my strengths are and where my weaknesses are, you know. And and some of those weaknesses I don't even work on. I'm just like I'm not good at that stuff. So again, so like, but. I'm I'm I partner myself with people who are brilliant at things that I'm not brilliant at, you know. And that teamwork and that 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 uh, you know taking down that vision together makes it a lot easier. As opposed to thinking, how do I take myself and make myself this like shark tank? You know, how do I pitch my? You know, I think that I think that that's that's my two cents of it. You know? Nah, that's that's what's up. I mean, you dropped a gem shoot. I, we gonna take that for our show. Authentic, authenticity and clarity uh, in your vision will get you a long way. I know we got a couple minutes. So I want to toss. I got my brother Yao on. He's also an actor. If you want to uh, get on, ask any questions. I will ask a question. We got time for about one more question. Uh, I'll let you go ahead and do that, man. Once again, appreciate you uh, taking the time out, man. Yeah. Um. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Roger? Thank y'all for having up, me. Man? Um, what's up? Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, or um, when we were before recording that, you know, it was kind of wild that we actually met each other some, uh, I can't even remember how long ago this was, maybe two years ago. It was right after the, so you saw, you saw me and Seven. That's Seven Guitars. Yeah, at Arena Love Stage it. Company. Uh, Lady Dane it. over there, all of that. and, and Oh, um, yeah, those are my peoples, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. We briefly spoke um, afterwards, just um, connect. I think we connected on social media, something like that. But no, nah, I mean, in terms of what you're saying, you know, I think it's really important. And I think that um, what I, overarchingly what I'm getting from what you're saying is that really it's about doing. It's about being yourself in this game and in life, figuring out what your gifts are, what your talents are, and putting it towards something that you truly believe in, regardless of whatever background you might come from. Given that we're Black people, Black men, um, speaking towards Black men, speaking sometimes in, a, in what, what needs to be for me, is um is that balance like you talked about Troy? You talked about uh you talked about Ike, um some of these characters. You know I've played uh George Armstrong in Lenotage's Intimate Apparel, and um that might be something coming along the rise yet again. So I completely understand uh the idea of playing a character that um could appear to be the villain of the story or could appear to be um a negative character given his background. Um, and sometimes when you do roles like that for the audiences that we perform them for, um, that can give you somewhat of a of an interesting feeling or like a, a taste in your mouth. But doing the research, understanding who these black men are, understanding how to develop these black men in in a well-rounded way to give their their multi-technicolor uh, perspective, I think is important. And uh, to 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 sort of break stereotypes, to be ourselves in in our entire complexity. Um, I think is absolutely important. So what I'm gathering from you is that as long as we go after what we want authentic, authentically, um, there'll always be people there to um, to support, to to uh, that we could partner with, 
that could potentially help our dreams come to life, even if they're not from the same cultural background as us, oh, yeah. um, they might be able to say, hey, look, this is something that seems pretty genuine. This is something that seems pretty authentic. Let me see if I can help this dream uh, come to fruition. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think that I think that that's really important. I just got I got active about everything I had an issue in the industry because I thought I could do it better. And if I didn't, then I would have stayed away. But like I got active about it. I was like, oh man, our stories are being either written by white people or directed by white people. So I got active about that. And I did like, and I found like the best director and I found the best co-writers to get down with me. I found, you know, I did all the, I got active about like, there weren't enough of us in, in behind the sit, behind scenes and the sets. You know, I yeah. got active about finding the best black grits and the best black ADs okay. and second ADs and all those things. I got active about finding these brothers and sisters who are phenomenal, who need, you know, who, and we put together this project instead of just sitting around and about it. You know, like I'm like, I can complain about it, but like it's, that doesn't do anything for me after a while. You know, it doesn't do anything for any of us. But yeah, um, yeah, that get active, Absolutely. get active and hold yourself accountable about, about, about the product is find it. Your first idea is usually not the best, <laughs> you know, like yeah, it's usually not, yeah. even though you think it is, you know? So like, you know, there, there are times to humble ourselves and there's times to talk our shit and keep going, you know, and, and be unwavering in it. But like surround yourself by people that you trust so that then you can, you can keep that bubble small, with like the criticisms and the actual things that you look at objectively and the things that you, you know, push out. Definitely. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate those yeah, words yeah. from from one artist to another and uh, and from one creative to another. Definitely it's important. Um, I got Top Dog Underdog coming up next year. Come on. Yeah, Amazing. Man. Let yeah. me know. Hit me on hit me on IG, bro. Let me know where that's at. I got you. I'm at Roundhouse Please. here. Oh, at Roundhouse. Um, I would love to come. I love Top Dog, bro. I would love to come check it out. Yeah, I'll be booting that one. So Yeah, I'm, uh, let I'm me know, bro. I'm 100% with it. I will come support Word. That's what's up. All love. I appreciate you. I appreciate y'all having me, man. I appreciate this. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful platform, and it's dope what y'all are doing. So keep doing what you're doing, and it's, it's a good work. You know, have the tough conversations and, and and hold each other accountable. You know, that's what we got to do so that we get better. Like you said, like I know you went through a mental health struggle. No, I'm going through a mental health struggle. <laughs> you know, we're going like you know, um, these it's all it's all this growth growth points. You know, so. Um, yeah, I'm praying for for all of us just to keep striving and get active, man. Prayer only works when you get active. Great information, man. You enjoying yourself on Black Men Sundays, brother? <laughs> I loved it, man. I, I wish I could sit, man. I gotta go do a damn show. I wish I could sit here and talk <laughs> with y'all. I would, I would love to sit here and talk with y'all for an hour. I gotta go do my show. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you on tour, right? You 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 on tour doing the Tina Turner musical, right? From Broadway, yes, you sir. On tour? You, yeah, where you at? Be, where, where are you I'm right in now? San Jose, right now. Wow. Black yeah, I'll excellence. be in Portland tomorrow. Yeah. Wow, bro. Yeah, this, this man from Cleveland to Harlem on Broadway, yes, bro. Hey, many blessings. I appreciate y'all. You know I appreciate you. I appreciate I appreciate you coming on Black Men Sundays, talking that real shit, that real talk. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna put the the E on this one. I don't even care, but I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you spending some time. I mean, you on tour? You in Cali, bro? It's not even. It ain't even quite noon yet. It's about to be noon. No, it's I'm about to be on stage in five minutes. Hey, brother, we appreciate you. You could have you, you know, you know, we tell everybody you could have been anywhere in the world, and bro, you you out here. Hey man, like, man so this, this man about to hit the stage right now. Bro, hey, I appreciate truly. you pulling up, 
talking to black men, man. Yo, enjoy the rest of your, your day. Enjoy the rest of your week. I'm going to be checking you out, brother. Yeah, bro. Hit me up. I appreciate y'all. And let me All know right, about time, sure. dog, dog. All right, bro. Peace, Peace y'all. Later. It's a black man Sunday.